Crotcher, I've been undergoing a catharsis, performing a catharsis. What's I don't know what the have correct you? thing is. Wait, ooh, ooh, that that sounds very interesting. What, what what have you been up to? What's happening? Um, oh, just recently, I Saturday morning is clean the house day uh, time. So everyone pitches in, does their jobs, get it done. Hopefully by morning tea we're done, so everyone can sit down and enjoy whatever's left to Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. as a part of our unrelated to that, but as a part of our budgeting process we keep all of our receipts by quarter um oh god we oh <laughs> you're so brave because well, no. <laughs> and, and i've even got a folder that anything that looks like tax that i've paid manually goes mm-hmm. into that so i can yep. collect all of those receipts it's really stri- straightforward um but it's my job as the person who runs the budget and keeps all the receipts in check to every quarter get rid of a year ago's pile of receipts. Right. Now, I have been slack to the point of um, there was receipts from uh, the second quarter of... Sorry, third quarter of 2015. Right. In our filing cabinet. That's a a while ago. So I've been shredding. Ah, lovely. It's it's great to see all that money that you've spent just (laughs) get cut into pieces. See, our, our budget sort of worked off a completely opposite... Uh, angle to that yes in that what the idea behind our budget was and well, i say was because let i'll be blunt we're not as good at sticking to it as we were when it was far more important to us to stick I hear to that. it yes um, but the, the idea behind ours was after everything had been budgeted out and you knew exactly how much money was left that wasn't uh needed for you know for the bills and the mortgage and at least that like mm-hmm. th- this is what you had to live on this was your groceries this is what you clothed yourself with this was the lot yeah and that that came out every week in cash yes and if you had no cash wow. that's it like then bad luck you wait until next week yeah wow <laughs> and so at that point just receipts just didn't matter because you could look in your wallet and you knew straight away whether you had enough cash to get you through to the end of the week or not. Yes, like, I, I can afford this beer or I can't. Exactly. There was, there was no second guessing. It was like, oh, no, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> look, and I don't want it to sound like, you know, we've got 20 jars lined up at home, you know, putting coins and stuff in. Uh, but it's almost like that. Um, <laughs> in that... I thought I'm going to try and take, not that our budget's been out of control, but I want to take more control because this year we've decided as a family that we're foregoing the the excesses of presents and stuff for birthdays particularly, mm-hmm. even though we've already bought Lily <laughs> Katy Perry tickets. Katy Perry tickets, yeah. And she got Taylor Swift tickets for Christmas. That is a conversation we'll have in a second. <laughs> Holy crap, I just about had two coronaries over that. Oh, no. Um, we're foregoing the big present stuff. And yeah, I might get a book or a CD or a, if you're lucky, a game or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're putting the money instead into a holiday fund. Nice. With the view that hopefully in 12 months, my guess is probably more like 24, um, we'll have enough money for us to... And do it like a significant holiday. Either uh, Northern Territory, Uluru, mm-hmm. or Fiji, or a cruise. But like a big... Um, yeah, sort of fourteen day long cruise. Awesome. Yeah. That so very good. that's the plan. So consequently, uh, and and uh, <laughs> uh, hey, can, 
I have a plan for a really, really cheap uh, uh, holiday to Uluru. Yes. For you. <laughs> the catch is that you have to write your caravan off on the way home to get the money back. <laughs> it sounds like a great idea in theory, Dave. But Look, Listen, it wasn't planned. It just happened that way. <laughs> but that's another story. Uh... Hey, hey, uh, uh, by the way, Happy mm-hmm. New Year. Yes, Merry New Year and Happy Christmas. Yes. It's been that long since we talked. I feel so oh, bad. It's, it's been ages. That's all right. We've, 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 I was going to say we've been busy, but the fact is we've, just, we've been slack. But that's okay. We're well, you've just slack. had a holiday. I'm about to have a bit of a holiday. I have had a, I've had a great time. Steve, this year for Christmas, I, 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 I had a marvellous Christmas on a number of fronts. One, yes. I, I got really, really spoiled, which is mm. always nice. Uh, Big but, fan of that. Big but, fan of spoiled. But the other thing was, we had Christmas at uh, my mum and dad's house. This oh, in Inverell. No, 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 no. They've, they've, <gasps> That's right, they've retired, haven't they? Yes, they have. Oh, semi-retired. Sorry, yeah. semi, semi. Yeah. It's like uh, having a semi-erection anyway. <laughs> to Port Macquarie. And um, so I didn't have to cook Christmas lunch either. Spectacular. So, so I, I won uh, twice. And, and then just to really put some icing uh, yes. on... On the cake, because it was Christmas fell on a Monday. Uh, that meant there was American football to watch. Oh, so what a gift to us all! It, it was. I can be quite blunt with you, Stephen. It was a very good day, mm. a very very good day. Yeah, well, I'm, that sounds wonderful, Dave. And and there's nothing but I always love being like the away Christmas, um, like the holiday or the you know not at home Christmas Christmas. Yep. They're always fun. Oh, absolutely. Or was he? It's funny. I see. I, I, I was not a a fan of the away Christmas growing mm-hmm. up because away Christmas was Christmas with my maternal grandparents in Canberra. Yes. Mm. Uh, Nothing and, to do in Canberra. <laughs> well, not compared to the, the 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 fun house that is in Varel. No, yes. But, but uh, what what that meant was like. I loved seeing my, my papa. He was a great yes. guy, really interesting. Always had you know stuff for me to do, stuff to show me, stuff to tell me. But it also meant spending some time with Nana. Ooh. And Nana, not an easy person to yeah. live with in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, look, this might sound a bit unkind, Stephen, but my uh, my my papa had been a prisoner of war. He was mm-hmm. in Changi and uh, was on the Burma Railway. Yep. Um, and in some ways, I think that probably prepared him for life with Nana. <laughs> That's brilliant. I was about to say, you can't speak ill of the dead, um, well, but maybe you can. And well, she, well, she's not dead. Uh, oh, serious? No. Well, she must be 120 in the shade. Oh, she's 93 this year. Wow, Dave. We put her in a home last year, and that was a... Um, uh, not a, not not a popular option. Oh, no, I can from, imagine for her. Yes. <laughs> everyone else in the family are pretty relieved that we've that we've uh, got yep. to that point. Uh, yeah, Nana, not so much. But anyway, so Sorry, yes, Nana, so, suck so, that one up. So Christmas away used to be Christmas at Nana's house mm. uh, in Canberra, uh, and look, there were there were upsides to it. Like I got all, all my all. My first cousins all lived in Canberra, so we'd get to see them, and yep. um, I would, we would get to do some fun stuff. But um, but you know, Nana and Papa's house was not a house that was designed to have kids in it. Yes. Um, so 
the only thing to, the only stuff to do there was like there were these Tupperware toys it was like a train set um, it, it's too hard to explain so just, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff that clicked together think of a cross between Duplo and Tupperware and you've got it um, and the other thing was uh, this game where it was kind of like uh, reverse reverse pickup sticks where you, you had yes. this this you had this seal uh, with a spring on his nose and on top of the n- spring was a big ball with holes all through it sort of like you know those practice golf balls think yeah. of one of those but like the size like bigger than a cricket ball like or the size of a, so- uh, a softball maybe yeah so, and and you would have like pickup sticks and you would have to place them through there and when it, when it toppled over you lost. Uh, but I was an only child, Steve. <laughs> so, and this game was not even particularly entertaining for me. So oh. I can tell you it was even far less entertaining for either my parents or grandparents. Oh, I can imagine. None of whom wanted to play it with me. So oh. playing a game, imagine playing pick-up sticks by yourself and the, the, you know, the thrill of winning that. That's what this game was like, and that was spare time oh. at Nana's house, especially especially if we got down there before Christmas. Yeah, um, it was yeah, it wasn't so no bad toys, after, no presents. Exactly, it wasn't so bad after Christmas because there, there'd be invariably know, some, yeah, there'd be some things to play with. Um, but yeah, Christmas Christmas at home was always uh, was always the, was always the good stuff. That was always the 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 good Christmas because well, when I say at home, that was at my paternal grandparents' house. Yes. Um, but that was the the big Christmas spread. So, well, we like paternal grandparents. It was only when we were living in Dubbo that we ever got out to paternal grandparents for Christmas, and that didn't happen often. Um, but I was also really young. Uh, like when we moved from Dubbo to Dolby, pardon me. <clears throat> um, I think we did every Christmas at home. We may have come down to by the time we moved to Dolby, my grandparents. In fact, even before that. My maternal grandparents had retired to Port Macquarie. See how our lives intersect, Dave. Um, Don't worry, I've I've got another freaky uh, Gorgoja Malk comparison <laughs> to share a bit later. I have, um, in fact, I remember vividly. They lived in Fountain Court, just down the road from the bowling club, because they both loved to bowl, uh, like to lawn bowl, um, and yeah, you know, who tussed particularly when you're semi-retired. Um, you know, it was a short walk from the beach. It was downhill to town. So we would always, whenever we are staying with grandma and granddad, walk to town and catch the taxi back because it was oh, uphill. Nice. It was the best. Oh, it so, was so much fun. So, oh, so they were over near the Eastport Bowling Club, were they? The, the one that's sort of near... Um, between uh, town and Flynn's Beach, I think it yes. is, or between Flynn's oh, Beach yeah, and whatever. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. Oh, that's a... Beautiful. Oh, like to the point where nice house to still have. (laughs) Well, it was a unit in in a big block unit that's still there, that now would be worth an absolute mozza. Oh, Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Like particularly because Port Macquarie has become one of the holiday hubs of the Mid North Coast. Um, So (laughs) let me me tell you, I can tell you that having been there and trying to get a park anywhere. (laughs) Well. It, we're going there next week for three nights, four days, or whatever it is, and we're staying at a at a hotel thing, uh, yeah. a resort. But where I'm having my big, we're having a break, and it's an opportunity for me to show the kids. Here's where I you know, did swimming lessons. Here's where grandma and granddad or great grandma and granddad used to live, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but so when we went there, that was holiday plus, right? Because from a kid from the country to go to the beach, oh, yeah. um, it was phenomenal. And because my birthday's a week before Christmas. Very rarely were we not at where we were going for holidays 
for my birthday. So almost always my birthday was away when we did an away Christmas. Um, so mum and dad had to pack presents in the car for me and all of that sort of stuff. Like extra presents beyond the, the Christmas presents yep. they had to smuggle um, to our thing. They were always fun. I have many grand memories. Grandparents' Christmas uh, toys were never great. You know, like the, the the games or the toys that they kept, they always smelt weird and they look like they're about 100 years old. Um, and they were never fun. But same thing, right? The, the games that you played before Christmas were different to the toys and games that you played after Christmas because you had things. I remember one Christmas it bucketed down and that was the year that I got um, Test Match, oh, the yep. table cricket Lovely. game. And uh, for I got some money for my birthday. So after Christmas, we went down to the shops and I bought the clip-on scoreboard that clipped oh, on the boundary. Marvelous. And Grandad and I, I made him play so many games of Test Match <laughs> with me. It was amazing, and he was so patient, and I, I just loved it. I played it with my brother, but he didn't have the patience because he was like two, three years younger than me, and you know, not as interested, not as good. I always beat him, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, my favorite away Christmas as a kid was when we did like a six-week camping holiday when we're in the the time between when we're moving from Dolby to the Sunshine Coast. Uh, yep. We went to Cairns and back. And drove up and stopped and camped. And I think over the course of, I think it was four or six weeks, we maybe, we maybe stayed in a hotel three nights. It was amazing. It was that, so much fun. Yeah, my be best, bad. my favorite adult away Christmas was about three or four years ago. We went to Fraser Island for Christmas. Oh my God, I want to do that again. Yeah, see, I do love the, the, the coast and I love the mm. beach. Going for Christmas somewhere that's almost exclusively sand doesn't sound like it would be fun to me, Stephen. And I hear that, <laughs> but the benefit of Fraser Island is at the resort that we stayed at. Uh, okay. Oh, that's, my that's God. A very, that's a very different story <clears throat> then. <laughs> well, no, this is the thing, right? I, I have had... I, look, I, I sometimes think, you know, I might go camping. You know, I, I think I kind of miss it. And then I remember all the packing and the setting up and the cleaning up and the cooking and the everything. And I go, no. It's nice to go and visit people that are camping. But I'm not going to camp. Um, and my wonderful wife, my lovely wife, her idea of camping is four and a half star, and we can't afford that. So that <laughs> means a hard roof, um, which means we stay at you know a, a Airbnb or a resort or that kind of vibe. Um, and we we stayed at Kingfisher Bay Resort on Fraser Island, and it was spectacular. Lovely, lovely. Mm, so so good. No, no so it was a, yeah. This was a good good Christmas for me. Lots, lots of time. You know, lots of early mornings down at the beach. Mm. Really, really enjoyed that. So it's good. Yeah. I, and look, I, I for all of the blah, 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 like the Festival of Mulk rolls on, I have, I, I do it as much as anything to just kind of remind people that there are idiots like me that have their birthday close to Christmas. Don't forget us. <laughs> but also for me, it becomes, I'm going to try and find something every day to just have fun with leading up to my birthday where I can just enjoy something, do something, um, and even in the stupidest way, can we go, you know, go and get a, a 50 cent cone from Macca's or something? Or, you know, like that kind of thing, hang out with friends. Mm. Um, and Very then, good. but this Christmas has been phenomenal. I'm, uh, at, at us time of us talking, I'm halfway through my annual leave. Yeah. I've had two weeks off and I've yep. got two more to go. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Oh, that is it's going to be amazing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm back at work already. But well, the uh, next two. Well, the the, the problem is that the next week gets broken up with a trip, which in itself is 
in usual Malkinton fashion, just covered in all sorts of drama. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! No! Why? Oh, what? No, Dave. No, we're not. You've got much nicer things to tell me before we uh, launch into. Right. And then I spoke to my parents. <laughs> oh God! Because that's when Christmas comes in again. Okay. Well, speaking of Christmas, yes. I, I think oh, how'd you? What was your haul? Um. Oh. Oh. Well, I got a, a bottle of um, limited edition uh, Christmas gin. Oh yes, you did. From the Four Pillars Distillery down in Healesville. Great. And I also got a uh, a booking for a distillery tour down there. Oh, and excellent! Uh, and a weekend away in uh, Healesville at a nice little sort of eco touristy resort, nice cabin thingy. Yes, is that um, a weekend for two? What are you doing with your wife when I come? <laughs> well, no, well, apparently it's my gift, but she gets to come along. But that, <laughs> <laughs> scam. That's where you tell it. No, no, Mulk's going to meet me there. <laughs> Um, hope you have a great time, honey. <laughs> Stephen, I love you, but I don't love you that much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I put out, right? This is what I'm not sure you understand. Uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> so I got that. Got some, uh, got some books, some clothes. Mm. Um, and look, a big part of the haul was... Uh, Something that uh, Rach and I organised for ourselves. Uh, we all, we organised for Santa to gift us a Nintendo Switch. Now, oh, how good is Santa? Oh, Santa's awesome. Now, I say this specifically that, that Santa gave it to us because this is the third time in a row when we have got a new gaming console <laughs> that is, has explicitly come for Rach and I, not for the children, yes. so that whenever <laughs> there's any conflict over who gets to play it, it's just like, well, it is mine. <laughs> yeah, it's mum and dad, it's not yours, kids, see ya. <laughs> we are still pulling that card out, it's great. <laughs> you should see the kids roll their eyes when they, <laughs> when they realised that we'd done it again. There was this initial excitement, at, oh my god, a Nintendo Switch, and it's like, oh, it's your Nintendo oh, Switch. Like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Dave? I don't yes. want to be rude. Hold no. my beer. Mm. Um, so, but birthday, very quickly. A, a wonderful Lego set um, from the kids, which I have to say, Lego is like real catharsis for me. I love so much so that once I built that one, I sat down and rebuilt three or four other sets. Nice. Um, yeah, just love it. Love it so much. So I got the, it's from The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the... Um, you know, the, the on the freighter that Han and Chewie are on, where they're shipping yes. those weird animal-eating things? Yes. The, 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 yeah, the weird ball-eating things? It's that set. Sweet. Like, it's... Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so I got that. I got uh, from Grandma, uh, Michelle's mum, The Woman Who Filled the World, the story about Belle Gibson. Um, oh, right. Yeah, the cancer sufferer that didn't have cancer. Yeah. Um, it's... It's amazing what raw food can do for your cancer when oh, you don't have it. mate. Now, I have to tell you, I love a good uh, ex- exposing of a scam and a con artist. I, like, I, I don't love the scam. I love the exposing of it. I love the revealing of, hey, we've caught you, you slack dog. And this is, it's just brilliantly written by two Melbourne journalists. They basically have done a bunch of research that give us as much background as they could find, because it's pretty sketchy. Um even her mum is sketchy, right? It's just outrageous. <laughs> All the way down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that apple fell so close to the tree. Uh, and a, like a page turn, I could not put it down. Absolutely loved it. So I've chewed through that already. Um, Christmas came and I got... What, what did I get? 
I got some stuff, Dave. Like, oh, uh, Michelle gave me Kevin Rudd's bio, auto bio, mm-hmm. that is currently being a paperweight on my desk because um, <laughs> it is a brick, mate. It is massive, heavy. But I'm going to chew through that. That's going to happen. It has been, however, pushed to the side. I have to. We talk about this in a second. Um, I got. Um, what else did I get? I got stuff. I know. I got some money from Grandma. Um, I got stuff from the kids. <laughs> it's it's nice that you feel sort of you know hit that sort of 14-year-old stage where she's gone, oh, we'll just have some cash. <laughs> yeah, mate. My mother-in-law, honestly, the best. She is, compared to my mum, she is amazing. Um, <laughs> and I say that, and I love my mother. Wow. Uh, but Boxing Day, Boxing Day the day after was really Christmas for us. Um, a week, two weeks before Christmas, um, as I, we've spoken before, we mm. got um, little Miss Nearly Eleven, Katy Perry tickets for her birthday. Yes, you did. Great. Yeah. Um, and that was going to be like not very much at Christmas. That's her birthday. Big surprises. Mm-hmm. Two weeks before Christmas, Taylor Swift announces a concert. <laughs> Far out. Like it rhymes with truck how angry I was about that because <laughs> I knew she would just fawn over the Taylor Swift thing. I knew she would. So guess who went and forked out more money for Taylor oh, Swift tickets? God. So... Oh. She I, I, got an I envelope. Yeah, I, I can't even remember, but it was at least as much as Katy Perry, if not more. Um, which uh, Michelle has announced. Oh no, I'll go to Taylor. You can go to Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, I'm not even done. sure I want to understand that. Um, I think I'll be that guy at the Katy Perry concert. Either where I'm just sitting there asleep, or I'm grooving out like nobody's business, embarrassing the crap out of her. Um, Mate, what you should do, and I say this in all seriousness, because as you know, I have seen Katy Perry live. Um, What you should do is you should go to show your utter fandom, and you should go dressed up as Katy Perry's Super Bowl left shark. Yes, yes, I should. Then not only can no one see you, but when you dance badly, everyone will think that you're like cosplaying very seriously. Mate, if I could get a shark costume, that would be killer. I would so do that. Like a hundred percent, do that. Steve, Never even thought of Steve, it. you're welcome. No, Dave, Dave thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, a couple of days up, so Lily got that, and then Mister Nearly Thirteen, Mister Luke. We kind of looked at each other. Well, Lily's getting this massive thing for her birthday, for, for her birthday slash Christmas. I guess, you know, I said to Michelle, "Look, I'd really like to, you know, get the Xbox downstairs, the Xbox One, so I can play it." Because sitting upstairs, I'm not getting any use out of it, and Luke is monopolising it. Um, how about we get Luke an Xbox? So we did. Now, we were going to get him one. We were, we were watching a month out, and there were mm-hmm. deals and deals and deals and deals, and we went, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then Boxing Day, there should be a massive deal. Oh, no, there wasn't. And Ooh. by that time, he had the voucher that said, we're going to get you a one terabyte Xbox One S. Oh, oh damn it. Um, but... I saw that the 500 gig was on special at Big W, and of course, EB Games do all of the price matchy stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I just for, I, I sat down. I think it was Boxing Day evening. Priced up everything we want um, in a spreadsheet, comparing all of the places. And Big W was cheaper for everyone. I just walked into EB Games the next day, and the line was out the door. They were psycho busy. Luckily, I got the store manager when I got to the counter and I said, hey, we're looking at buying this, blah, blah, blah. Do you guys price match? Yeah. 
And I said, well, look, here's my spreadsheet. And he went, oh, okay. He said, normally I'd check, but we're too busy, so I'll just trust you. Nice. Oh, if only I dropped another 20 bucks off everything. <laughs> um, so we got we got him his Xbox, and we got a couple of games that he wanted. And um, I got Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, which was how I spent some of my Christmas money. And um, we have, well, we had a Wii U that mm-hmm. I got two years ago as a games console that I could use when I traveled because at least I didn't need to plug it into the screen. I could just use the big Wii U controller. Yep. yep. Now, Nintendo brought out the Switch. Totally. Yeah. Theoretically, because that, let's be blunt, the the Wii U controller was, was, it wasn't. It wasn't great. No. No, but it solved the problem, right? When I was traveling to America and I had long hours in a hotel room by myself, solved the problem. Um, but the Switch came out and I went, oh man, this is everything the Wii U should have been. So we traded in the Wii U and all the games and a couple of other Xbox games that Luke wasn't liking and we didn't like and all that sort of stuff. We came home with a Nintendo Switch too. No. Nice. Oh, happy Boxing Christmas to us. <laughs> Excellent. So that's going to be a super, uh, well, it's been a super great fun thing and will continue to be, and particularly in uh, the, the upcoming trip this week to Sydney slash Port Macquarie. Yes. It was, we, 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 we were real hard houses on the car trip from Port Macquarie hmm. back to Albury. Uh, the Nintendo Switch was packed away because, again, it's our console. Yes, not, not yours. Not, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of both of our kids. <laughs> Wait, so, I tell you what, we, we, we have been pushing that so far. So... We got uh, we we got the like the little Mario Odyssey pack. Yes, great. So, so Rach has been playing some Mario Odyssey. Good. Um, I got Zelda for myself. Great. We got Splatoon because we we hadn't played it before because we didn't have a Wii U, but we'd read about what a good multiplayer game it yes. was, only to find that Splatoon two it doesn't is have only lo- online multiplayer doesn't have any local multiplayer. So that was a bit annoying. Anyway, yes. uh, and uh, and we got Mario Kart, which uh, is a great we, local multiplayer, which, which you have to have, yeah. But uh, but so the only thing the kids are allowed to play on the Switch so far is Mario Kart. <laughs> nice, <laughs> because the last thing I want is getting spoilers for for Zelda oh. from Rupert, who goes, yes. "Oh, have you done blah blah?" blah. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> tell me about it. Because I, we we I when I have a game like that that I want to play, like uh, whether it's Fallout or anything like that, yep. especially with this, like an RPG element, it's like no, you are not allowed to even touch this game. Until I'm on my second playthrough, yeah. So until I've got some hours in. One in, one yes. So, uh, so that's good. It's great. And uh, so now, while he you know, is on the the Xbox, uh, if I you know if I want to play it, I just take it out of his little cradle and I sneak off. Isn't it great? Oh, I love it. Well, this is the thing. Our Switch is upstairs on the same setup that the Xbox One S that Luke's Xbox is on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it means that, and and we've basically said that this is Dad and Lily's console mm-hmm. you know because he's got his xbox and this is for us to share and mum's not that interested although i'm trying to convince her she might get into odyssey we'll see um but of course it's screen time you know how do we get the you know because it looks amazing on a big screen and in fact i'm trying to convince M- michelle to let me go and bring it in and plug it into our big big screen downstairs yeah because uh, i reckon i would just 
Man, Zelda's amazing on a little screen. You put it on that big 55-inch yeah. thing. Oh, my God. We, I played it a few times on my dad's very, very large television while we were in Port Macquarie. Yeah. It was great. Oh, it just looks amazing. So I've put in a ton of hours. I think I had a look in my profile, and it said over 25 hours into Zelda already. Now, I know that that's probably not much for hardcore Zelda players, but given I've only had it for a week and a bit, I'm pretty impressed. Um, it has met some late hours <laughs> Um, going to bed, oh, yeah, maybe. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm finally working it out, Dave. I've got four horses in the stable. I finally found a stable. I'm That's starting nice. to unlock all the towers. I'm which, loving which, Zelda sick. Let, let me tell you, when we were having that conversation, you were saying you, you yes. couldn't find a stable. I was really worried for you because, like, if you follow the first main quest, it puts you on a road that takes you straight to a stable. So oh. I really wanted... I'm really curious about what sort of cross-country adventures you've been having. Well, this is the thing. I think this is the, if I'd followed the main quest proper, proper, you're right, I would have tripped over it. But I'm, I'm a gatherer. So <laughs> as soon as I see like a little glen, I'm racing off in there to go, where are the mushrooms? Where are the things? I love, you know... Uh, getting raw meat. I love, so I've got stuff for recipes and stuff to sell. Um, Cause once I worked out that it was like, we had to have like a trading game to be able to buy things and sell things. I went, right, I'm just going to stock up. <laughs> Particularly when there's no limit to how oh, much yeah. of anything you can have. Like oh, as far as uh, numbers of a thing. Except for cooked food. Well, yeah, but like you can have three pages of cooked food, but like if I've got one apple, I can have a million apples. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So every apple tree I stop at, I'm, like I'm the worst. I'm easily distracted. So I probably just got distracted and missed it. Um, but now that I've found it, um, Ray, Poe, Finn, and Kylo Ren uh, are currently <laughs> nestled up, <laughs> nestled up in the, um, uh, the the stable, quite happy. Uh, and I'm looking forward to using them more. I am currently in a, a, a region where those big mechanical laser octopus things, the stone. I have no idea how to defeat them, and it's killing me. Uh, well, well I, do, you, do you want to know? Please. I've been firing arrows at them for hours and yeah, just, no. like, incremental nothings. So I haven't actually nailed one yet, but uh, at one of the shrines that I um, uh, went to a little while ago, yes, uh, there was, a, a, like, a guardian in there that you have to fight. Yeah. And he dropped a shield... That apparently um, reflects <gasps> guardian laser beams. Oh, are you serious? I'm dead serious. So I haven't actually had a chance to test it out yet, but I, wow. I'm going to guess that's a big part of uh, how you get it done. I well, that's good news. I'll need to go looking for that. I have defeated my first. Um, uh, what do you call them? Champion. The oh, elephant. Okay. Yeah. No. I've, I've, I'm still on my way to, the, to my first one. So I've, I've got the elephant, um, and as a part of that whole quest, it gave me um, the, the people that... Because the, the, you work with the local cultures in each of the sections, because obviously they're under attack or under threat from whatever the, 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 the champion guardian is. Um, and this was a water-based one, so I got a tunic that allows me to swim up waterfalls. It's the best. Nice. That, that would come in very handy for the... the uh, Aimless wandering around and not being able to get up a mountain. Oh, <laughs> climbing up mountains raining. for 70 hours. Yeah, <laughs> screw that. Yeah. Um, I've got some good outfits. I've, I've bought a little bit of armor. Um, it's Mate, it is such a deep game for this little, what looks like an SD card 
There is so much detail and information and stuff in this game. It's phenomenal. It is. It is awesome. I'm loving it. Oh. Uh, I don't want to go back to work. Can I just play Zelda full-time? Can someone pay me to play Zelda, please? Well, I, I don't know. Do you, do you think that you're good enough to, no. <laughs> to be in? Well, this is the other have, problem, do right? Do you even have a Twitch channel? <laughs> oh, no. I, if, trust me, if I went down that path, I'd be all sorts of dead. Um, but this is the other way, exactly like Rupert, right? Luke hasn't been that interested because he's too busy playing PUBG or Battlefield 1 or shooting people because all his mates are online and he sits up there and he chats and natters away with them. Yep. And, uh, and that's great. Um, I have to tell you, I don't know if you've played Player Unknown Battleground, PUBG. I've watched Rupert play it. Mate, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> Honestly, like, the fact that you parachute into this island, run around and scavenge stuff, and basically shoot anybody else that you find, is exactly <laughs> what I think the apocalypse will be, except that I'll be number one or two dead. That's it. I'll be, like, the first couple out of there. Yeah. It yep. just, like, and freaks me out, because it's all jump scare surprise... There's no warning, there's no map, there's no radar. Just like, just, if people see you... you shot at. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it like, it, it's exactly like, air quotes, real warfare, and I would be hopeless. I'm a sniper, right? I want to bunker down with a, a really great, like, two kilometers away. I'm going to shoot you and you won't know that it was me stuff. That's what I want to do. None of this, oh, I can see you in the other building. Oh, surprise, I stabbed you in the back. That kills me. Um... <laughs> Oh, no, just it really, really... In fact, I saw him playing yesterday for a little bit and the jump scare that he got out of going into a room to clear it, turning around, and there were three people coming after him. He just <laughs> freaked out. It was hilarious. Um, he hasn't got into the, the Switch much. But I was sitting there playing it the other day in a shrine trying to complete the puzzle. And I do enjoy the puzzle aspect of it a lot because mm. it does stretch my brain a little bit. And I was caught in this one thing. I said, I don't know how to do this. Um, and he goes, oh why don't you just do this? And I went, what? He said, yeah, just use the, the rune that this, and can, can you do that with it? And I went, I don't know how. Bugger was right. Um, oh, kill. And I'd, I'd sat there for 15 minutes going, I don't know what, I'd walked around it three times, trying to look at angles. <sighs> he was right. That's a, that's a killer. That's, it's the same that, thing. I'm trying to, just, I'm banking hours to get ahead of the game so that I know more stuff than he does. <laughs> Because he will absolutely to- roast me on it. It's uh, appalling, and I love it to bits. It's good. So we should friend up, dude. Well, we should. Because we can play Mario Kart against each other. I had a big I... Mario Kart race against a friend of mine just yesterday, and I smoked him. So I am so confident. I'm ready to get a- taken down a peg or two. Well, I was going to say, I don't think I'm the person to do that. <laughs> oh, well, then let me teach you the ways of the drift, my friend. Well, see, well, I, I think... I don't know whether, it's like, whether I drift too early or too late. Like, I, or I don't hop off, like, early. Like, I've got the whole, you know, start drifting, you know, and even, like, change direction back and forth through mm-hmm. the corner and, you know, get the sparks happening. But I tend to just end up running into, like, the the edge of the the road and just being bogged down. And oh, whips past that's all right. You, the best the thing is, don't so much worry about... It's trying to be in the drift up until you get the orange sparks. No, like, if you get blue sparks, you'll get a little boost. Orange sparks is maximum boost. Right. Like, once you hit orange sparks, you can't get more orange sparks. So, and that'll give you the longest boost. But sometimes you've got to sacrifice that. And then every jump you can do, jump. Oh, every yeah, I figured time. that out. Figured that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the, just gives the, you that those incremental little boosts that just put you ahead and ahead and ahead. Nice. It's the best. Not bad. 
So yeah, we'll, we'll need oh, to... We'll have to do it. We, we, we'll I don't have the Switch with me to say, hey, here's my Switch code, just friend me up. Well, see, here's the thing. I actually do have my Switch with me, but because I'm in our bedroom, uh, which is through many walls and we have... Uh, no Wi-Fi. Cr- crappy Wi-Fi. <laughs> I can't actually get on the internet. Well, you don't need to. You can just tell me your switch code and I can friend you. How do I do that? How do I find that? If you go into your profile... This is is fascinating. This is is well and truly behind the... You know what's going to be worse is when we get no other other people sending in requests. No, what's going to happen now is you... (laughs) You'll get a ton and I'll get nobody. No, I'll get none. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you go to the title screen... Yeah. Go up to your profile. Yep. And then uh, I think edit profile is one way to do it. Uh, or oh, press yeah, into friend, that. Friend code. Ooh, yes. And it shows you how long you've been playing games for, how long you've been playing Zelda. Uh, Zelda. 25 hours or more. Or more. I know. It's a great feeling, isn't it? Or I've more. wasted a whole day playing this game. <laughs> mm. Right. So SW. Yes. Uh, 2096. 2096. 0560. Zero five six zero nine seven two zero nine seven two zero. Great. This right is on. you. I've just texted it to you so that I've still got it. It's pointless me sending it to you, but if I do that, I've got it saved somewhere now. Yeah, that's that's me. That's me. Um. Oh, and the online stuff is so fun. So we All can right. Splatoon. We can okay, Mario. We can. we can even Odyssey. I don't know if we can Odyssey together. I've got no. I haven't even started on Odyssey because I've just been so oh, absolutely insane. Same. I've I've been in Zelda. and out on all of them. Mario Kart I will always come back to, and I'll definitely play the other two. But I think Zelda has my attention for conceivably 2018. Mm. That's. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, oh boy, I'm so looking so, forward to this this coming week, Dave. Even though because it, it straddles a weekend, it kind of kills the last two weeks of my holiday. Mm. Uh, but it's meant to be fun. Like we're going to Sydney for my sister's wedding. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we then start the drive back. But instead of just coming back, um, we got a great deal on a hotel in Port Macquarie where we're staying three nights, four days. So we're breaking the trip back in half um, and just doing us hanging out stuff for a little bit and then coming home. So that'll all be beautiful and lovely. Um, For Christmas, we had my sister and her partner, her girlfriend, uh, sorry, fiance, um, here as well mm-hmm. as Michelle's mother-in-law, so it was just a you know, family thing, blah blah blah. And and my sister announced that next year they're doing Christmas at their place in Toowoomba. Uh, and Michelle went, well, that's wonderful because for the past sixteen years I've had Christmas at our place, like yeah, you know, when we've been at home, it's, we've hosted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's go to yours. Brilliant. So that'll be lovely. Just a quick trip up to Toowoomba. Next, well, this year now, um, but yeah, that she's the one that we're going down to Sydney for the wedding of. Excellent. So that'll be. So, I'm going to guess mum and dad aren't coming. <sighs> we had to get there. <laughs> On Christmas Day, mm. knowing that I had only talked to my parents once since October, yep. but I think we've talked about the whole yeah, oh, yes. argument, have... blow up, fight thing. Yeah, yep. I thought, well, we'll Skype them. It's Christmas Day. You know, it's we're not there. It's not family. They'll want to see the kids, all that sort of stuff. So. I sit the kids on the couch, hold up my iPad, we Skype them, and we have a conversation. And the kids are distracted. Hi, Grandma, Granda, they're talking, but they're sort of a bit flat. Add to this that, obviously, sister and parents are estranged. She and her partner went upstairs 
they mm. just went around and we kind of didn't want to mention that they were there and all of that sort of stuff for awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Michelle's in the kitchen furiously arranging lunch. She's upset with them still over just their behaviour full stop. Um, and we hadn't really talked since the big blow up in October. And I did say, we need to talk about that. Anyway, that Skype didn't go well. Oh, no. Um, the kids, what's going on? The kids are distracted. They don't, they're not running around and jumping and laughing like they were last time. This is what absolutely kills me about my parents, is that they seem to think that they have one good experience and every other time it has to be the same experience. Why aren't the kids laughing and having fun and being silly? Because they don't want to. Because they're, they're doing, doing other else. things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They seem so distracted like they're not allowed to say anything. They can say whatever they want. They're just not allowed to talk to you about um, your daughter who has said she doesn't want you to know anything. Or why... Why are you in the middle of... I said, I'm not in the middle of this. But you are in the middle of this. Shut up. So that all blew out of proportion. Oh, boy. Um, to the point where... Um, Saturday? Saturday after Christmas, the 30th. Yep. Everyone, in the, everyone went out. And I booked in a phone call with my parents. And I was hoping that we could just talk straight and sort of say how we were feeling and, and trying to be really positive and proactive around... This is, when you said this, this is how it made me feel. Or this is how I feel when you say these things. Um, you know, like positive, um, but not taking any crap, i.e. I'm good, I'm fine. When you say these things, it upsets me. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that you're behaving like a child or you're behaving badly. Now, now hang on. There was also some talk that, that my mom wasn't well after October. Yes, she and- was not. So, did you get any more clarity about that? Oh, they're using the phrases mini stroke. Right. um, Which is the first time I've heard of it. But um, I think that coupled with, um, what what is it when you've got shakes? Parkinson's. Yep. uh, And look, I reckon she's got dementia. There's no freaking way that she doesn't. Between her and Trump, the world's coming to an end. Um, It's just lots of things compounded. And, you know, she's... She's like me. She's got a fair bit of weight on, but she's got 20 plus years on me. So she's, you know, rattling. She takes pills all over the place. She hasn't lost any weight like me. Um, there's just lots of added complications around her health and hips and knees and legs and all sorts of things. Um, so some of it is like them saying, oh, the doctors aren't, no, 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 what's wrong with us? So oh, fine, whatever. Um so we had this phone call to try and sort of clear the air and sort of for me to say, look, when you did this, it was really inconvenient. And I told you, and what you said hurt a lot and all of this sort of stuff. And just in atypical Rosalie fashion, she just, she's like a, 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 you couldn't hit her with a scattergun, you know? It's just talking about this and then change to another topic and then change to another topic and then, oh, this time when you did something and made really hurt me and then, oh, I'm really hurt and no one cares about me. No, I'm giving it. But then you did this. It's, she, it's Dave, it's impossible to tie her down. Oh, dear. Oh. I, yeah. That's... To where we didn't actually resolve much other than I'm going to try and call them once a week because I have been slack in doing that. Um just to touch base because all oh, the other kids call us every couple of days. And I'm like, well, fuck, good on them. Let them call you every couple of days. They're obviously either just able to deal with your crap or you don't treat them like this. And I don't think it's that. Um, so I'm going to call every couple of days. Uh, sorry, once a week. We'll keep in touch. And I'm just not going to play into the emotional bullshit. I'm just not going to take it. So 
that's a pretty harsh thing for a son to say about his parents, but that's just where it has to be for self-preservation. Look, I <clears throat> I can uh, I can empathise with that because that's not well not in the similar situation, but uh, my mum and my aunt are in that similar situation with the aforementioned uh, Nana. Yes, because she's yeah she she's um, always been a, a difficult person, and now see the a hard thing with Nana is she. Well, we don't know whether it's been whether she's had like a bit of dementia for ages, or whether she's just been a liar. And we sort of yeah, yeah. we've always we've always assumed that Nana told a lot of lies because she's always told contradictory things to different people and covered stuff up and hidden stuff and and she she definitely did the divide and conquer thing with her kids. Yeah. Um, but now she's hit the point where when she tells us stuff that we know is wrong, we literally can't tell whether she's lying and trying to yeah. be manipulative or whether it's dementia. And so the doctors have just gone down that, well, you have to basically uh, assume that it's dementia. And that was like sort of part, played in part of the, um, uh, the, the diagnosis from them that ended up with her uh, going into a home. Um, so, yeah, and it is, it's hard. Like it's hard watching my aunt and mum have to, uh, you know, make these hard decisions about their own mother, um, but there it becomes a point where you don't have a lot of choice. Like it, it, it purely comes down to, yeah. um, you know, self-preservation. Like if you don't um, make these decisions, which you know, as you say, like they they seem on the outside, especially to be you know, harsh. But if you don't do it, you just end up. Uh, incapable of being there for anyone else or doing anything else yeah. like you just become a mess Dave so I, I don't know how much you. I've shared with you about um, my mum's mum not a lot the, the brief highlights um, the brief highlights are that when we sort of properly settled on the Sunshine Coast mum and dad built a house with her, her parents like they'd re-retired to Caloundra and then mum and dad and them talked and they said, well, yeah, let's build a house together. And we built it. It was effectively a, a, a one and a half story. So not a full two story, but mm-hmm. upstairs was like the granny flat. And that's yep. where grandma and granddad lived. Um, uh, and they would, you know, they worked out all of the legal stuff anyway. Mum and dad were living in the house. We were all downstairs. They were upstairs. Um, I had, I'd moved to the coast down on the central coast by then. Um, and I get this call to say that my grandmother had died, uh, get home as quick as I can, and find out that she'd actually committed suicide. Um, oh. Taken some pills, laid down on a bed, covered herself in some kind of flammable liquid and lit a match. Um, oh, boy. And everyone else was downstairs. So it was only sort of out of luck that mum called up the stairs, as she would do, hey, do you want you? Because she would just make an extra plate and one of the kids would take it upstairs to granny for, for dinner. Um, and she said it was like four o'clock in the afternoon in Queensland in summer and it was dark. She said it was like night up there. Um, took three steps up, smelled smoke, got the kids out, called the fire brigade. Um, uh, apparently Bruce went up, you know, before, just as, as all this was happening, Bruce went up to see if she was okay and saw smoke, looked around into her bedroom and saw her alight. Oh dear. Yeah, horrid. So, and she like had her fair share of mental health issues. 
it turns out, back at a time when that wasn't really talked about or known too much about. No. Um, as a part of all this manipulation crap that came out of mum and dad post-Christmas before we talked on the... Because um, I got emails from them. Oh, my God, don't even start me on the emails. Um, I've forgotten about that. I repressed it. I, I've never heard any... I've never heard anyone have positive stories about getting emails from their parents. Oh. Like, like, in all the people that I know, every time that it's like, oh, I got an email from mum or dad, it's a horror story. I, I'm really lucky. The only emails I get forward, like, from my mum are like forwards from Get Up, and I'm just like, that I, yeah. can, that I can deal with. But, it, oh, oh it, it, giving email to baby boomers is probably one of the worst ideas in technological history. Oh, so emails and but one of the lines in it was like his dad had written because mum can't type anymore her hands shake too much um, and so dad is pretty like he's okay but he's not a, he's a dead set two finger typist so for him to write the three sentences that he sent me would have taken him ten minutes because um, he always forgets where Q is um, <laughs> one, one of the <laughs> What one of the the, the statement? Um, uh, blah blah blah. Your mum's really upset. She's even talking about self harm. Oh, and dear. it's like you do not pull that. You do no, knowing how Gran went and all of the stuff around that. Yeah, that's. Now I don't think it was Dad saying that. I think he was reporting what Mum was saying. So, the worst part is, is that I think that it was Mum being like that, saying mm. that. To oh, tell him that I'm, you know, blah, whatever. It was like, just, I, if it was anyone else, Dave, you'd just go, you're being toxic. It's not healthy for me to have a relationship with you. If you want to, you know, be my friend, talk to me, blah, 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 sort some stuff out. Um, don't treat me like this. I can't be friends with you while you treat me like this. But because it's your pa- your family, your parents, son of a bitch. Like, Really? Look, there are nicer things to talk about. What colour is your horse? Um, I got the Kylo Ren one is mostly black with hints of white. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've saw got, a really beautiful horse that I tried to catch, but it kept getting away from me. I've, I've got a, a, a brown one called Bojack. <laughs> nice. Of course you do. <laughs> and then I've got this other one that I just found that's mainly black, but has like a white rump with spots on it. Yep. Which is really, like, so I've called that one Toadstool. Cause... Good work. It's so smart. If, I just panicked and went, I need names for my horses. I know I can have five. I want to do something that's, like, in a theme. It's that, or I call one Margaret, and I call one, like, Johnson. Like, just weird human names. Or, or um, do, well, remember back, uh, do you remember back in the early 2000s, Steve, when organizations had so few uh, servers that they could actually give them all interesting names? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I was working for a place at the time and we I, I, I managed to be the one that could set the naming convention and we had um, Simpsons people. I don't Simpsons think characters were our server names. I don't think you were alone there. Uh, to be to be fair, like, like I think there were lots of Simpsons server rooms out, out in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, I saw quite a few Lord of the Rings ones in my yes. time. <laughs> Particularly when no one saw the server name except the nerds. Exactly. Like, as soon as we went to this web-based culture and all of a sudden you needed to, or, or you know, mapped drives and people needing to know what they are because they're not automatically mapping, mm. it was, oh, what do you mean? Slash, slash, ring wraith, <laughs> slash. Yeah, yeah. 
This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now they're just called AU-CMD-01-PWR-something um, else. It's not as much fun these days, is it? It's boring. Stupid naming conventions. Oh, yeah. Now, I did tell you about the Kevin Rudd autobio that I am yeah, going to yeah. dive into. I'm as much... I, I'm a, Look, I won't say I'm a Kevin Rudd fan. I'm certainly very Kevin Rudd sympathetic. So I'm looking forward to reading all about the boy from Queensland who's here to help. Um... I did quickly have a flick through, and it just gets up to his election the first time around. Oh, so there's a book. T- there is a book two in the works. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I oh. kid you not. There is eleven million pages in this, so there's going to be lots of detail oh. about things that aren't that interesting. But uh, and, I even and- sent a tweet out to him. He hasn't responded. <laughs> I want to buy him a coffee. I want to get him to sign my book uh, and have a chat next time he's in Brisbane. I don't think and, it'll happen. And kid you. Oh, can you imagine how big volume two is going to be? Oh, well, the, oh. You, you, and the best part is, there's in in the style of the best autobiographies that's any in any way political. There's a um, uh, what do you call it? Where you look up people's names and oh, references. In the index. Yeah, there's an index in the back, so you just go around Julia Gillard, um, and there's like seventy mentions of like such and such or uh, um, um, Kevin O Seven and. Um, you know, all the different references of how she's connected into this. It's amazing. It's amazing. Just reading the index. Oh, boy. Oh, John Howard, uh, uh, losing seat and, um, <laughs> like all this sort of stuff. It's so good. So, uh... but that has had to be put to the side. I was going to start it straight off the back of the woman who filled the world. But thanks to Michael Wolf, I have a new book <laughs> I have to read. <laughs> Just reading the excerpt that was published on The Hollywood Reporter yesterday, I cannot get enough of this story. Is is, is that the same as the one that was in the New Yorker? With the gorillas, yeah. No, 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 the the gorillas was fake. They put that pixelated boat. I know, it's so funny. (laughs) Did you see Samantha Maiden tweeted out the gorilla story? Yes, God. So many people have been caught saying, oh, it's a chapter from the... No, it's not a chapter from the fucking thing. Oh, dear. But I just... Just, yeah, I think it is like it's the same thing that the publishers have just released it to a few media outlets and they've shared it. Um, it's amazing, it's amazing. Like the undoing of the Trump empire is contained in this book. What, what, what I tweeted though is it, it's everything that we already suspected, but it's also somehow so much worse. <laughs> mm, oh, so much worse. Oh, like, it, it, and and. In the interviews that I've read with Mr. Wolf now already, him saying that I didn't have to scratch very hard to get some of this information. I just needed to talk to people. Like in the excerpt, he talks about how Trump would ring Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, and complain about how nobody's helping you and everyone's incompetent and blah, 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 and just share huge information from inside the, the, the White House. Well, and Rupert's like... Not just Murdoch, people... Oh, heaps of people. That's right. But that's it. But he was ringing the head of News Corp, who had, prior to that, already been lambasting him in the media, like saying he's an idiot, he's not going to be any good, blah, blah, blah. Um, How... I think, and and I think in that same uh, excerpt, it talks about how Bannon pitches um, Trump's fate as a 33% deal. He's either going to be impeached... There'll be something happen that he has to get out, or he'll make it. He'll limp through to the end of his first term and not get reelected. It's, it's, ugh. 
And, and, and I cannot see how authorities, not even the Republican Party, I cannot see how authorities, based on the claims in this book, which are pretty easy to back up, can let him continue as president. The, the, the crazy thing is, like the thing that, that uh, astonishes me, uh, even beyond all those re- uh, revelations, did you see uh, the same day that that sort of leaked out, there was someone else, I don't know if they were from BuzzFeed or somewhere else, but what they had done is they'd gone through t- Trump's like day, lot of um, you know weird tweets, and like I think that might have even included, no, was it, no, oh yeah, they, they didn't even include the nuclear button tweet and all that sort of stuff, and quite literally, for every tweet that he'd sent out, there had been a segment on Fox News ten minutes beforehand yeah. that had been talking about that thing. Yeah. So you like. For all the times people have gone off, oh, Fox is a propaganda channel. Well, now it's not. Now it's not propaganda from the state. <laughs> it's oh. actually setting the agenda of the state, yes. which is just Mulk. Stop the world! I want to get off. <laughs> oh, it's ludicrous, Dave. It's ludicrous. I, I, I think because yeah, it's that book or some other article where it, where it points out like times across the day of him tweeting ten to fifteen minutes after. This thing appeared on Fox. It's yeah. It's just oh boy. Oh, it's it's you put it all together. It, 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 like I said, it, it's as bad as everyone suspected, and yet still somehow just worse. Uh, uh, anyway, it's mm. oh, boy. We're all gonna die, Dave. We're all, we are. We're gonna, well, at least my last Christmas was nice. Yeah, I, yeah, mate. I look. <laughs> I have sunk more than 25 hours into Zelda and I can die a happy man. Look, my, my Christmas... Actually, my Christmas was very good because we had both my sisters there and I did not, like, swear at either of them. <laughs> so, that that's not bad, uh, to be quite honest with <laughs> it's, it's It might seem like a low bar, but it's not one that I've always managed to get across. <laughs> oh, it's boy. so good. Oh, uh, yeah, look, it's it's weird. Like, this, it, it's weird because the, the, the age gap between me and my sisters and, and all the other stuff that goes in with that mm. is just, yeah, it, it's... But uh, we actually had a really good time, a good time catching up the, yeah. uh, this time around. Well, same, um, I enjoyed hanging out with my sister and her fiancé and, and those sorts of things. Now, I know that from a family perspective, I'm all she's got because um, she kind of talks to her older sister because um, she's the baby. Uh, she definitely doesn't talk to my younger brother, her older brother. Um, so it's just us. And I get, like, the weird thing is I get them from mum and dad, why are you and Helen so close? I was like, well, because we made an effort and I care for her and I love her and I'm not judging her about, you know, her telling me that she's gay. Oh, we're not judging her either. But really? Really, aren't you? Oh, whatever. You put yourself in the middle when she... No, I didn't. You keep asking me how she is, and she has told me that she doesn't want you to know how she is. Well, we don't want you to tell her how we are. Okay. <laughs> like, that's simple. I won't talk to you about her. I barely do it now. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I am hotly anticipating this week away, uh, in part because I just like driving holidays. Like, driving to a place where I know that I'm going to have somewhere nice to relax, not driving to go and set up a bloody tent. Screw that. Um, 
But like you know, it, we're we're doing it Sydney in a day next Wednesday. Yep. Um, so that'll Which, be big. Yeah, but it's, it is really. It's a lot better than it used to be. Like oh, yeah, and I think so. We haven't done that road in a while. Well, so we we drove down. Are you are you going down the New England Highway or the down New? The coast? We'll just go straight down the coast. See, so we, that's the way that we went. Came, came back from the Gold Coast in October. Yeah, uh, and obviously we did a yeah, Port Macquarie down as well at Christmas, and it's great now, Mulk. Like. All of the horrible, windy little mountains that you used to vomit on as a child, yep. you go around them or through them, or yep. you know, it, it, all these nasty congestion points. You know, you go around almost all of them. It is so good now. Uh, you know, you, you're almost in uh, autopilot mode. It's fantastic. And well, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and it's new car stuff. Like, well, oh, actually, yeah. Well, actually, did I tell you I got a new car? No. I know you were talking about it. I got I got a new car, and, and it's it's so you got like the little Kia SUV, right? <laughs> the little Kia, yes, the Sportage. Yeah, well, we I, I got the little Kia, the little Hyundai SUV. <laughs> so it's not like they're, they're brothers under the skin, get, that, mate. They have exactly the same wheelbase, exactly the same engine. Yes. I think nearly the same gearbox. So so. Um, and that, that's not even the parallel between the Morgans and the Cork Rogers I was referring to earlier. So, what is it? Uh, uh, the Santa Fe Hyundai. Yes. And and it's red, just like yours. Good. <laughs> so, gosh. Boy, do we need to have a family holiday together. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, it, get, it gets better. When we got back, Callie's been complaining about her eyesight for about oh, a year or so now. <laughs> no. Yes. Turns out she's she's quite short sighted. How's <laughs> your parenting, Dave? That's oh, good. Um, <laughs> and and let me tell you, one of the most one of the first things that she was excited about when oh. uh, when when she did, you know got the glasses and whatnot, like we picked the frames out. This we've got to wait you know another week for them to yeah. come back. But she's like, oh, I can't wait to FaceTime Lily. And oh, show of her. course. Now I've got glasses too. Oh, of course. <laughs> they are peas in a pod. I don't know how that is working out, but amazing. Yeah, it is. It is frightening. So, yeah. So, but so look. look yeah. My, so my new car experience on on that road, even at the horrible, because like, we went up to Port Macquarie on the twenty third. Yes. So, the worst part of the trip was actually trying to get off the M seven in Sydney and onto Pendles oh. Road, which took half an hour. Oh. Uh, and then Pendles Road wasn't a real flash. But no. once, once we got onto the M. Uh, we're used to the F3, now the M1. Yes. Uh, which is you know, usually absolutely horrible. Yeah. Uh, this new car came with the, like the adaptive cruise control. Thing. Yes. Nice. So you just put that on. Yep. And then I just didn't have to care. Like when no, people, it's when just people, pointed in a direction, isn't when, it? When people cut me off, I, I didn't hit them. No. I didn't have to freak out. And it was lovely. And it was the least stressful trip I've had on that stretch of road, I think, ever. That's great. Well, that was all... All of that special lane changey stuff was in the top level Sportage, and we got just the next one down. Ah, so, you, so we've got cruise and leather seats and stuff, but not adaptive cruise, not lane change warning, all that stuff. See, whereas with mine, that stuff got thrown into the base package, but for the 2018 model year, and because I got mine late enough, yep. I got that, but then didn't get a discount on the model. So yep. it all worked out okay. Oh, and that all comes out in the wash. It does. That's awesome. The, the, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. The the M one. See, I I did have a bit of a revelation actually yeah. while we were driving to Mum and Dad's house. You know, you know, like every now and again, you look at the world around you and 
and we seem to just be plagued by collective bad decisions <laughs> that end up having massive consequences yes. for us. I mean, like the you Trump... just described town planning in Sydney. <laughs> but you think of the Trump presidency, you think, I mean, think of even some of our own elections, and you go, how can people be like, like evaluating all the options in front of them and deciding that this is the best option? Yeah. You know, uh, let me tell you, Drive from Sydney to Newcastle a couple of times in a short space of time, and all yep. of a sudden you will just realise collectively we're actually not very good at decision making. Mate, <laughs> we make some questionable oh, choices over and over again. Eighteen years ago, I lived on the central coast of New South Wales, and was in a job that meant I had to reasonably often fly to places around Australia. That meant driving down to the Sydney airport from, you know. Kincumber, you know, Terrigal, Erina, every time that happened. Yep. Now, the policy at work was uh, we would be there at nine o'clock where, you know, flights were possible on the day they wanted us to start. You know, oh. I, we're not going to fly in the night before. Yep. So it usually meant five thirty, six o'clock flights. Do you know what that meant to get from the central coast to Sydney airport for a six o'clock flight? Sweet Jesus, man. Yeah, that would be early. Be be there for five o'clock so that you're ready to catch the plane and all that sort of stuff. So that meant you had to be on the road by three. Ugh. And did we get any extra for that? No. It was... We couldn't explain it to the bosses. They were just effing ludicrous. But I I almost... And I did lots of stuff in particularly the northern suburbs of Sydney because of church connections. The Central Coast and Northern Sydney were part of the same region. So I know the road from carry on to North Sydney, I could do it with my eyes shut. <laughs> and that's 18 years ago, and I know that that freeway hasn't changed much. No, a bit wider in a few spots. but Good, uh, bloody needs to be. I don't think yeah. they can make it wide enough. Uh, well, see, here's the thing, though. If everyone picked a lane and stuck with it, you probably wouldn't need to be that ma- that wide. <laughs> oh, mate. Late one night, here's a quick little adventure. We were fanging, you know the Mooney Mooney Bridge? It's yes. closer to carry on, so this uh, over this huge gorge river thing. Um, I was in my mate's mini with him late at night, barely anyone on the freeway. We were heading from North Sydney back home to the Central Coast, probably doing 130. I don't know, coming particularly coming down the hill. Like his foot was flat to the floor, and it was an old mini, it wasn't a new one. So we're just barreling along. And we're talking and having fun and laughing and all sorts of stuff. We're in the middle of the bridge, mm-hmm. just nailing it. And we laughed and, I don't know, we hit a bump or something and all of a sudden we were in a different lane. <gasps> and honestly, instantly, same time, he and I both just went, did we just change lanes? Oh, boy. Like, and we'd then start to, did you not off? No. Did you? No. Did we both black out? No. <laughs> Now, it was reasonably windy, but not too bad. But I reckon the combination of us doing 130, yep. hitting just a little you know, undulation on the bridge, yep. <laughs> and the breeze has meant that that little mini changed lanes. That is unreal. Oh, ludicrous. So fun. I wanted to do it again. <laughs> After we'd got home and had a scotch. Um, <laughs> tell you what, though. If we were tired and we weren't, there is no way that we would have been told. The adrenaline that was coursing through our veins after that, we didn't get to sleep till like 2am that night. I can only imagine. Boy. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, uh, 
crazy things in cars when you're young. My, oh, my, I, I had a little uh, Subaru coupe. I think I've told yes. you about the about the Subaru, and the 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 utterly ridiculous places <laughs> and situations that that car was put in. Yes. Oh, uh, look, <laughs> Steve. I don't know. I don't know how any of us make it to our thirties. I really don't. <laughs> Mate, you and me both. I have I told you about my China trip? No. Oh, I'll give you. I'll give you the highlights. I'll give you some more detail. But the the, the highlights. I was working for a lock company called Asa Abloy. Uh, I'm aware of them. They purchased. Uh, well, well, it was Lockwood, and they got bought out by Asa Abloy, a European lock manufacturer. Anyway, we became part of that. I was working for them in their Queensland office. There was a Melbourne manufacturing, Queensland manufacturing plant. Um, they bought, Asa Abloy bought a, a couple of companies in China, including a door manufacturer in the middle of freaking nowhere uh, near Guangzhou. And somehow I got tapped on the shoulder to go over and do the IT um, recce, go and find out what their systems are like, what they're doing, all of that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. because as a part of the Asia-Pacific region, we were going to be responsible for working with guys on the ground to connect and keep their systems running. Um, went over there. One of the... We had an intern program in Asa Abloy. I got to know one of the guys pretty well. He was over at this door manufacturer as a part of the intern program. He'd been there for two months. Heard when I was coming, said, right, I have plans for us. We're doing this, 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 this. And so it went great. And though as hosts, they were amazing. They turned it on for the white fella, let me tell you. Um, but this one night, Kelvin was his name, said, come on, we're going drinking. Now, he'd met up with a bunch of other uh, expats living in this area, uh, and every Friday night, they met in this hotel up at the nightclub, which was the top of the hotel, um, to drink and hang out and have fun. We got very drunk that night, like (laughs) just the drunkest I think I've been in a long time. Um, That wasn't a problem. The nightclub had to shut at midnight. That's fine. All the expats knew the nightclub manager really well. At, when it was closed, he said, come on, come on, let's go have some dinner. So downstairs, uh, out onto the street, which is just pitch black and silent. And I just blindly followed this guy, the my mate, the three other expats that we'd hooked up with, and about six or eight women that were somehow hanging onto the group. And I couldn't tell you where we went. So at that point, I was lost in the middle of China drunk anything like i could have woken up the next morning in a bath with the tube out of my back kidneys harvested whatever we sat down at this big table in this back room and had food brought out to us and i just scarfed it down like everyone else probably dog i don't know it was tasty that's okay well, listen that's okay well, one of my drunken nights in cambodia i ate chicken's heads knowing full well before i even ate them that they were chicken's legs so you know sorry chicken's heads so you know dog sounds pretty good right about now well yeah i didn't realize until the next day i asked kelvin i said what did we eat last night i said it's probably better you don't know <laughs> um oh, i said okay it, it was good he said are you feeling sick i went no nah, it's great um i was hung over horribly uh, about 2 a.m., we all decided it was go home time. I didn't know where I was. One of the one of the other expats went, that's okay, I'll drive you all home. Oh, no. He had drunk at least as much as us. So, and I know that my wife is going to hear this for the first time <laughs> when she hears this. Honey, I'm sorry. It's the only time I've gotten into a, a, a car where oh. someone was drunk. The story ends well. I'm alive. Um... <laughs> 
he is tearing around this town, dropped and dropped me off last. Like he'd obviously taken a shine to me. We were chatting the whole way. He dropped everyone else off and then says, "See, you're at this hotel." I went, "Yeah." Drive, 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 drive. Pulls up and goes, "There you go." And I think I, I fell into bed about quarter to three. Um, and it was only the next morning that the full impact of what had just happened sunk in. Now. By next morning, I mean when my phone in the room is ringing at 6am because I'd forgotten that my hosts were picking me up at 6am to take me on a day, full day sightseeing tour of the region. I'd had three hours sleep. I was hung over. Oh, Dave. And the best part, I don't think they knew, at least not initially, but one of the things they had planned was we had to go and visit this shrine. Now that sounds lovely in Chinese, doesn't it? The shrine was at the top of a mountain. <laughs> the only way to get to that shrine was up about 11 million steps. St- Stephen, I, 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 just, I just want to uh, put a bit of a thought technology on you here, mate. When you say mm-hmm. you, you, you don't think they knew, mate. <laughs> I don't think they knew until I came down. St- Stephen, Stephen. I think they were just being really, really polite. Oh, no, they were super polite. There's no question about that. But, I mean, I don't think they knew until I came out of the hotel and got in the car. Oh, and they okay. went, oh, right. we're all over the limit. <laughs> I was gonna... I was it say. was a phenomenal day. Like, right. we finished I, with... I have, a, I have a suspicion that if you were that drunk and on that little sleep, oh. it, it would have shown. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, the problem was that all the things they wanted to show me weren't like... 10 minutes from each other, they were, we'll go here and then it's a two hour drive to the next one. Oh. And then it's a one and a half hour drive to the next one. So we did this massive circuit, um, which was fine. I slept for most of that stuff. Um, but we finished with like a dinner in a cave that had been used for the local people to hide away in when the Mongolian hoarders had come through. Um, like crazy stuff, crazy stuff, but so, so fun. Oh, that is- but, it was a, it, look. I'm not saying to get into a car with a drunk person. No, that's. I understand how people do it, it when they're very drunk. I didn't even think twice. Like I was, I'm really, really good with that, Dave. And I was so drunk. He just went, "I'll give, give you a lift home," and I went, "Okay." <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm glad you're alive, Stephen. I'm glad you're alive. Spoiler alert: I lived. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we do it? All right. I'm, I'm, with that, I'm glad that you lived. Thanks. Um, have have a, a nice trip down to uh, to Sydney. Thank you, mate. That should be a blast. Yeah, we should talk after that because I'll have like um, lesbian weddings and holidays in Port Macquarie and all sorts of stuff to talk about. That'll be fun. Well, yeah. Well, mate, listen, make sure when you go to Port Macquarie, you go and you do the doctor's walk from Town Beach up over to Shelley. They've got a whole walking track there now. You should do that. It's very nice. What hour, hour and a half, oh, seven no, years? No, not, well, I don't, I don't know. It depends how you want to pace yourself. I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to meander, amble. Oh, maybe oh, if you go to the beach, if you go, you know, there and back about an hour through. Oh, done. Yeah, mate. Pleasant. We mate. We're in Port Macquarie with two kids. We'll be doing a walk. Mm, mm. And uh, yeah, hit, hit that beach nice and early. It's lovely. Yeah, it is super lovely, isn't it? Because I have the sunburn to uh, to tell you what happens if you hit the beach too late. <laughs> Yes, I hear that too. Anyway, you have, you have a good time. Stay safe. I will, Dave. You enjoy work. I'll be there in two weeks. Well, look, look again, working from home, there might be a little bit of Zelda in between meetings. 
<laughs> you know, I, I am already putting a rule on myself that the Switch does not come to work. Good for you. Oh, if, <laughs> if it did, I would be booking a meeting. I'd put meetings in my calendar where I'd be like, see ya, I've got stuff on. Uh, oh, I will speak to you when you get back then. Oh, I look forward to it. I love you, Steve. Love you too, Dave. <laughs>